Welcome back to Show Me What I've Been Missing, your pop culture podcast that says, hey, remember that thing? I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Stanton, and with me is my other host. Chris Mack, guys. What's up? And we are, we even saying it, and I finally did the math and looked, we are in the last, this is the third to last episode. The next Woo! two episodes are the two-part series finale of Sex in the City, which we've been watching from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. We're almost there. Yeah, yeah. For real, for real this time. And <laughs> I did I did the math and I'm so excited because we will actually end on episode 100 for this like first season, so to speak, of our show. Yes. Which is pretty cool. Yes. It almost kind of sucks because like the, <laughs> the plan for our final episode of Sex and the City would be great if it was even on 100 because then it'd be like even more of a celebration. But sorry. yeah. There, there will be probably. We're going to try to figure out how to do either like. Don't tell them! Don't tell them! Don't tell them! Don't tell them! We'll get there. Well, we'll get there. yeah, y'all well, see, you'll see it when we get like there. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, and do notification bell things to know what our secret plans are for the post one hundredth episode. Our secret kind of just told you play. <laughs> finish. You finish. the words. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they probably it's all good. It's up, but yeah, like and subscribe, and then you'll mm-hmm. know. Turn on your notifications so yeah. you can know when it's coming. And um, also comment. Let us know um yeah. what you want to see from us. What do you like about us or don't like about us? Don't don't do the second part. No, no, no do the second one. Do the second. Com- no, no, do the, compliments do the second. only. Actually, I did see yeah. comments from somebody who said we were too hard on Harry several episodes back with the naked Harry. Movies. Did I say it weird? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, Harry. Who's Harry? <laughs> yeah, we we were too hard on Harry in the, oh. in, the, in his always nude episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, but they were very complimentary. Otherwise, they said they 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 really enjoyed our show, and we appreciate you. And I'm sorry I don't have your username handy. I just thought of it, your comment though while we were talking. Oh, well, they yeah, thank you for commenting <laughs> anyway. I, um... We'll, we'll try to be nice. Actually, in other thing too, like, yes, we were a little hard on, but like, we still love Harry. Harry's oh, still, we've been team I Harry think number one boyfriend of the entire show, or number yeah. one, like, mate number of one. the entire show, yeah. period. Like, he's still my top. Yeah. And he's, and he's that's not there. from the beginning, though. Like, he earned it. He earned, yeah, he worked, he earned it, though. He yeah. really did. And yeah. that's, that's a feat. Um. So, yeah, this episode is, like, infamous we are that we are on season 6b i don't actually have the episode number in front of me but it's it doesn't matter because it's splat with an exclamation point the episode title is splat listen um (laughs) listen i've never i never thought we'd have a, a a title so apropos to what happens but rough rough it's it this is rough i was looking because i was like i feel like this ranks in like a lot of people's like top episode lists man um but i've it was missing for a few i was just looking at but it's up there and for me at least i think it's one of the best ones well i mean that's and that's the thing too it's like it's there's a lot going on and it's some pretty deep shit and then something very tragic happens yeah (laughs) it's and it's like absolutely the darkest joke they've ever done it's so dark <laughs> i mean i got so many when we get to that i got so much to say about that and it's it's just wild to me um also it's kind of weird too guys because this story 
uh, of this episode, like there's no real side stories. Like Charlotte yeah, kind of has a side story, and which that's we can really knock it. out if right now if you'd like, and then yeah, let's get, get to, get to yeah, the yeah. meat of it. So, yeah. um, Charlotte's episode is <laughs> storyline is she's you know with the other action, but at home she's with Harry. And he goes, mm, someone's getting a little chunky. And she's like, oh my God, what the hell? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I already knew that he was talking about the dog like 100% just because I know that's that's Harry. But like, yeah. imagine if he was talking to her, I'd be like, Harold! Harold. <laughs> You're not even Harry anymore, Harold. <laughs> I mean, but at the same token, it's like, even if he was talking to her, a little bit mean, but that is the wife. So it's like, if you're going to be honest with anybody, be honest with the wife. Maybe yeah. be a little softer, a little, with it. a little tactful. Yeah, a little tactful, a little you know, take a little bit off the edges, but uh, yeah. But he he is talking about also the, the she dog. was ador- Her reaction to it was adorable because she was she was just like so like uh, not even <laughs> upset, just like it was like almost like cute. She was like Harry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she rushes to the pet store to get her di- diet dog food. The clerk. Uh, it takes the takes Elizabeth Taylor and checks her out a little, and he goes, well, "She's not fat; she's pregnant." <laughs> yeah, I kind of saw. Yeah, as soon as they, she said that she was getting fat, I was like, "She's gonna be pregnant" because she was. I mean, it was she like got, eight. Yeah, it's like eight dogs last eight episode dogs. got a piece. So yeah, I mean, somebody had somebody's had to catch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then the next shot is Charlotte at home, like stress cleaning the tub. Yeah, I feel <laughs> bad for her because she's you know. She's it, fueling over the fact that her dog is pregnant, but she can't get pregnant. And I was like, oh. I know, because she's like, really sad. everyone around me gets pregnant. Yeah. But, and I was like, that, that does hurt. It's kind of sad. Yeah. I was like, I mean, yeah, that would hurt me a little bit. Because, like, the whole the, the, the whole idea was she was kind of getting the dog to kind of like supplement not having the kid. And then yeah. all of a sudden, your dog has kids, and you're like, well, how so everybody, grandma? Can have, everybody can have babies. Yeah. I'm a whole grandma, but I can't have kids myself. <laughs> and Harry's like, well, it's not like she didn't have purpose. And it was with eight dogs. And Charlotte's like, yeah, eight months. And now we have to raise their whole trampy family. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and she was scrubbing the shit out of that. Yeah, uh, the bathtub, excuse me. Yeah, she was scrubbing the shit out of that. clean. That was like some mommy dearest scrub. Yeah. Like that. Like, <laughs> the dog came in. She was like, I can't look at you right now. I was like, you want to get out of there, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, you might want to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Comes in and she's like, Elizabeth, mommy can't look at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even come in there. She's like, she was ready to dish out some spankings. <laughs> <laughs> but then later on, uh, after some other stuff happens, uh, Charlotte's cleaning again because uh I guess the dog peed on the carpet a little because she's pregnant. I, I don't think she peed. I think um, do, do do dogs have water? Do their do their water? you know when they, maybe when they're about to give birth. Uh, it, that's, that's what I was thinking. It was because like she was like, oh, she can't hold it in. It's like I don't think she was like not holding it. In. I think her her water broke. She's I, well. I think she thought they must they must have thought it was like pee. Yeah, and I and I do think you're right. I think it's the doggy water breaking. Yeah, yeah. Because Harry's like. Well, you, you know, because Charlotte's like, I can't come see what's happening because somebody couldn't hold it on the rug. And Harry's like, well, somebody is giving birth in the bathroom. And then Charlotte drops everything. And she's like, Elizabeth Taylor, it's coming. 
Yeah, so you can't be mad. You can't be mad at her. She's in she's in labor. Like you gotta drop all that. It's like it's over now. She's there for her baby dog. Yeah. In labor. And Elizabeth Taylor has three had three little puppies. Cute as hell. And too. they're so cute. I, I like that they and they had like it's like man one of them they found those like like I bet I wonder if it's hard to find puppies like that when you want to shoot them for something right because like yeah you think yeah because they used like little little puppies real puppies yeah it looks like like those puppies did look like they were fresh. just born yeah like <laughs> maybe I mean those puppies I mean they did well I guess because at the time too when they were showing the puppies it was like a week old and those puppies looked like they were like a week maybe yeah. two weeks you know old max so it was. Yeah, it was crazy. It's like, man, how the fuck did y'all find that? Yeah, that's a good question. And that's really the only other kind of plot line that happens yeah. in this episode. So let's get into by the whole thing. By the way, Miranda uh-huh. pissed me off this entire episode. <laughs> I mean, I understand misery loves company, but Wow, you're such a bitch, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. I'm well, jumping well, in. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So no, you're you're okay. I I it's, it's good. She stuff just though. my skin, my, dude. I, and it is episode. My skin was like boiling. I was like, ah, she's the worst friend of all of them. Ah, she's yeah. the worst. Anyway, sorry. Um, it's okay. So uh, the episode begins with Carrie meeting uh, her boss Enid from Vogue, played by yes. the always wonderful Candace Bergen. Beep uh murphy brown and a bunch of and a bunch of other stuff that you know her from murphy brown that's, a, that's probably what she's always gonna be known for huh? yeah murphy i mean that was, that's kind of her biggest claim to fame they're big yeah yeah um, i mean I, she's done other shit for but sure I, but I, like I murphy her, brown is i always see her miss congeniality uh oh yeah <laughs> she was yeah. in there i loved her that that's right that's right that's right that's right she's great. yeah yeah that's fair um yeah so they're having lunch and she's explaining that she's hosting a party for a couple and she's wondering if Carrie would come and bring Alexander and because it's shaping up to be mostly couples and she doesn't have any good prospects on the line, she's wondering if Alexander maybe has a friend from his crowd who they could bring and do a little kind of maybe setup kind of thing. Have you ever done that? Like just, you know, like before an event or like a party or something like that like ask somebody like hey can you bring you know hook me up with like a single friend or something like that not I, to, I get no. that i get that i get it I was, yeah I if i was going to a place where i know it's gonna be like mostly couples yeah it's, it's it, it kind of sucks when you're the only single person oh my or god one it of. Sucks. Yeah, yeah it does especially yeah, if it's like you know if it's like three or four couples and you're the only one singing you're just like oh yeah no i'm not i'm not not weird or anything like no no, that's not wrong with me i think uh (laughs) i haven't because i think i the situations i've gone into i didn't know it was gonna be like all couples and then then i'm just stuck yeah i mean i think i've talked about it before probably the Oh yeah, Ouch. I've talked about it before because I've been like the seventh wheel on the yeah yeah you scenarios. need to tell me about that yeah, the pr- the, pro- that. the junior prom night where yeah. it was all couples in the limo and then on the way yeah. back they all made out and I was swooshed against like the partition mm. and it sucked mm. um, the the magic castle thing where it was all couples mm. and I was the only single person and everyone wanted to do the prom pose. And I was like, no, because there was. I'll no just hold. I'll just hold myself. I'll just hold myself. <laughs> oh, and then everybody filled up one row, and I had to sit by myself on an aisle behind. But again, yes, I love magic. 
I love magic doesn't matter and the third and final time I let it happen was the Halloween Horror Nights where I was the seventh wheel and so I had nobody to hold but I maintain that that solidified me as a final girl and I was going to survive any horror movie scenario I entered fair fair well and that's another thing too because it's like I, I if you, okay if you're planning a party especially if you were in a relationship now you know nine times out of ten couples hang out with other couples so if yeah. you're planning a party and you're planning a I'm inviting other couples, and you know you're inviting some single people. Invite some single friends, and if you don't have any, don't fucking invite me, okay? Just tell me you <laughs> wanted to. Like honestly, if you came to me and told me, like, look, it's gonna be mostly couples there. I wanted to invite you, but please, you know, like, give me the option of not showing up. But don't just tell me to come, and I get there, and it's six couples, and I'm the fucking seventh wheel out, just yeah. like, oh, oh, the worst. You know what I mean? The like, worst. don't do me like that. Don't do. Yeah. Tell me, or at least, like, give me some warning. Like, it's mostly couples, so if you yeah. want to come know what you're getting into cool yeah. and like hopefully you're like friends with enough of the couples that like you can bounce from couple to couple and like nah because i'm gonna come i'm not coming. <laughs> i'm not coming and, I, and that's the thing it's like because i don't it's not about the basic thing it's just like it's just weird when everybody's like it's just a different it's like it's like you're kind of it's kind of like you're messing up the energy of the, of yeah. the place you know what i mean because like imagine because i imagine that's probably how couples feel too in a if, way, yeah, yeah. If they're like, if it's like a big singles party or a bunch of people there are single, and you're like one of two couples or one of the only couples, and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, this is all right, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, I, I was thinking, I think it's sort of like, uh, I think there's like a How I Met Your Mother where they, um, when Marshall and Lily are like hosting their own like fancy adult party but they're they're like not ready to be that kind of couple yet and yeah, like, yeah. it sucks and they don't mind hanging out with their single friend <laughs> yeah now nah, it's just like i guess i can say it's just a different dynamic too like that's what i'm saying like you can't like i say it's even reverse like if you're a couple hanging out with single friends it's just yeah. weird because like they're talking about single shit or like going out on dates and you're just like oh mm. yeah, mm. it's weird we just yeah. went home last night you went out and did crazy shit Ooh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cool. uh and it's funny carrie's like well i don't know if alexander's like a you know like let's see set people up type of person and Edith's he's like, definitely not i don't care i got yeah. your job you go get me <laughs> i mean it's a fair trade like you yeah. have a whole career like it's a career that led to a fucking bestseller book so <laughs> i couldn't fix my face on time on that one if you were watching the video i'm sorry she is an author okay you would show her the respect (laughs) (laughs) oh shit i can't oh shit oh fuck that's hilarious but anyway they get to uh we get to alexander and carrie hosting their own dinner party for all of their couple friends and she brings up the date and he's like well i do actually know somebody who's a food critic and he's like, oh, is that how people, you know, find love? Yeah. And I'm like, Alexander, you are not ready for the app world, let me tell you. Oh, no, he wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't even, no. Listen, if Alexander was a real person and existed today, he would not be on apps. It would. He would be disgusted by it, the idea be. of people meeting online, period. Like, yeah. even when it was just, like, plenty of fish or some shit like that before it, you know, mm-hmm. was, like, all these other apps, like, he would just be like, no, that's stupid. Go out and talk to people. Which I'm, I'm, I'm of that, of, of that, uh, staying vain, like. I, yeah, you know, I think everybody's is starting to hate the apps, but, like, we're also stuck because there are no 
uh what i've read is called like sort of third place options. well it's, it's also that too, artwork it's, and art home basically well they also think is too it's like right it's also the idea too of like where you meet people right because everybody yeah. tells you you can't find anybody of quality like at a bar and things mm-hmm, of that nature mm-hmm. so you you're going out to the bar but even then like scratch up take all that away just like the idea of going out it's like most of us can't afford it anyway okay like we can't go out yeah. for leisure anymore because inflation so yeah. it's like yeah i would love to go out and meet somebody but it's like how much is it going to cost me? Like, <laughs> will I have to be eating ramen for the next week to get that phone number that I got? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I got to take them out on the date? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Come on. Give me a break here, you know? And he says, well, he has a question for her and she goes, oh, all my all my friends are taken. She's like, oh, that's the first time I've ever said that. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, I'm going to Paris for my exhibition and that totally triggers memories of Big because way back in season one. Uh, Yeah, it sure did. He's that's when Big was like, Oh, I'm going to Paris, BT dubs, catch you on the flip-flop, basically. (laughs) I mean, because like didn't he like tell her over like a voice message or something like that? No, like he did it in person. Um it was like hella last minute, right? Oh, it was like he was leaving the next day. Like the next and he, day, yeah. And he didn't know for how long he was going to be yeah. there for business, whatever yeah. his bullshit business is. At least, at least I know what Alexander. Know, right? I, at least I know what Alexander does. That's another thing too. It's like I'm still because like I know at this point I get it. I'm I, I'm I know that there's still episodes left, so I, I'll, I'll figure out how they found their way back to each other. But like I honestly looking at Alexander and their relationship now and stuff like that, it's like how the fuck did she find her way back to that asshole? Because like this guy is great like mm-hmm. i have how would you how could you want to exchange all that that alexander is and be like i'm gonna go with this i'm gonna go with big it just doesn't make any sense it's interesting we'll get there. i'm sure i'm sure i'm not gonna ask or anything yeah, i'm just yeah. it's just it's it's mind-boggling to me it's like it's almost like it doesn't make any sense they like mm-hmm. they just writ- wrote it in to for like diverse like not diverse but for like a shock you know what i mean yeah like some way to make the 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 final interesting anyway um but instead of leaving her behind he's like oh i want you to come with me and she's like oh well like yeah for how long for like the opening and stuff he's like well more than that like i want to go live in paris and you know she doesn't really answer right right away because the dinner party guests are there and it's going well samantha of course is like i think my maid is using my vibrator yeah (laughs) it is so weird the way the scene is presented because it makes it sound like there was it makes it look like there was no lead up to her saying that like she just says it out of the blue uh okay but but she has kind of done that in the past (laughs) i was gonna say like we're not talking about samantha here so like does it really need to have a lead up? Because this is something that, like, yeah. I feel like they've definitely been at brunch. It's, it, it, you know, like, we open a scene and then at brunch, and then it's just like, that's the first thing that comes out of her mouth. Yeah. It's like, so my maid is using my vibrator, like, beginning and, of the episode. And they, you know, everybody makes a bunch of quips and little jokes and stuff like that and puns, and it's kind of awkward. And Carrie looks a little embarrassed. And Alexander, like, he's, I think he doesn't hate it. He's just, like, hard to read and doesn't really react. Okay. See, he also probably just thinks they're all like really uncouth Americans, though. That's what I think. That's what I was thinking too. Like, I don't think he was like judging, but it's also just like this is dinner conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we're adults. 
right? You know, like, what are we talking about here? Like, this is, you know, can we like intellectualize a little bit? Uh, a little you know, bit, like not yeah. be because he doesn't want to be like pretentious, like you know the the art snobs that they we saw yeah, in the last but episode. Like, but it's also like, can we not talk about dildos while we're trying to eat pheasants right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there's like a slightly awkward silence. And then Steve is like, Oh, you have a piano. Do you play? And Alexander's like, Yeah, I do. And Steve goes, Do you know any Billy Joel? See, now Alexander turns his nose up, but I was like, first of all, don't disrespect Billy Joel. Okay. This is there's an American <laughs> treasure. Okay. All his songs are fire. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you only listen to fucking Rachmaninoff and shit like that. But <laughs> go fuck yourself, okay? Like Billy Joel is good music. I don't care if you like classicals and shit yeah. like that. Like fucking, you can you can like both at the same time. It doesn't make you. Un-classic. We contain multitudes. You can yeah. like your art house, your fancy business, mm-hmm. but then you can also like your more mainstream. Let me tell you something. At a din- if you was having like a dinner party or something like that, and you started playing the piano, ain't nobody want to hear you play fucking Johann Sebastian Bach. Okay, we want to hear you play Piano Man. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. Sing us a song. Yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this copyrighted on the yeah that, <laughs> home stretch here. Sorry. I don't, you, I don't think you can for singing. Not, I think if you play the music, you can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't I sound so good though that a robot would pick up that I was? <laughs> I'm gonna go with no on that. It's a no, no. for me, dog. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> a little, little pitchy, a little pitchy. I know. Just not good. Just not, Just not good. Just not good. <laughs> Randy Jackson. Just not good. Just not good. Sorry, dog. <laughs> but then Charlotte kind of like shifts the conversation to the art. Yeah. and harry and they talk and they mention paris and everything and harry's like well, i don't like paris too much attitude and alexander's like that's the best city in the world steve's like hey you got a bunch of new yorkers here at the table and now alexander's like no no new york is great i do like new york but you know paris is paris and carrie's gonna come live with me and she will see what it is like and she's like oh well hey we haven't decided details, right yeah have been invited you can't do that shit at the dinner table yeah dude that, that, he, he kind of put her on the spot that he was did. a little bit uh not cool yeah i was like dude yeah yeah don't do that because she didn't say she was coming or not yet he kind of like almost it was like almost uh it's like trying to force her hand yeah 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 because yeah. like if she just said no that would have embarrassed him and mm-hmm. so she tried to like she had to like basically kind of tiptoe her way around it's like well i haven't said yes yet yeah. we're still talking about it we're still thinking about it like everyone calm it's like mm-hmm. dude don't put her in that that's a very best up situation to put her in but also i want to say something because i know like that whole thing that steve says like oh you're talking to a bunch of new yorkers here it's like i get it new york is a cool city but is it the greatest city no it's not it's not <laughs> the greatest city okay it's fun it's fine but it's not the greatest city what's the greatest city if you want to weigh in i don't have an answer because i of the cities that i've been to Mm -hmm. i gotta say berlin is the best city Mm. it's it's different for two for one thing that separates uh berlin from new york in my opinion and it's the biggest factor it's cheaper okay (laughs) you get all the same shit you get new york for like a third of the price you know what i'm saying like a studio apartment is like six hundred dollars not 17 you know like or like mm-hmm. fucking and i when it when it talks to studio this is like a closet in new york like a studio, yeah. studio in berlin is actually like a studio apartment like we're talking like 
600 square feet of apartment for like $600. It's reasonable, not too mm-hmm. grand for, you know, a five by 10 room yeah. that has like your shower and your kitchen in it at the same time. Like, so I th- that to me automatically wins. I think New York used to be the greatest city in the world when more people could afford to live and survive there. I think it's Fair borderline enough. impossible now. Yeah. And so you, so you're only getting, frankly, like a certain like upper crust money type of person that is kind of lame. Um, yeah. Which is sort of foreshadowing what the discussion is later. We'll get to it. But yeah. Um, I think when it used to be sort of more open and it was like you can make it there you can make it any there where right. kind of vibes which were yeah. real very real you know go and survive and and toughen up and earn your money and all that kind of stuff and you and you could live on the money you earned there right i do think that's when it was great because then it really was like you can meet anyone and do anything and see anything and now it's like well you can only meet people in certain subsets if you got money yeah you know or you know you can't do everything because it's too expensive uh, i I think it is i think it's way too expensive got priced out of being the greatest city in the world yes also too i think for i mean for me personally too like anybody that says new york is the greatest city is like all right sure have you seen all of New York? Because it feels like most people that say, oh, New York's a red city, they're talking about like, like their own borough. They're talking like mm-hmm. the people who like probably never been outside of Manhattan or never been outside of Brooklyn or the Bronx and shit like that. So it's like, yeah, that's your neighborhood, but it doesn't make the entire city the greatest city in the world. Like you're just used to that. That's all you know. So mm-hmm. it's like, is it the greatest city or is it just all you know? Yeah. Anyway. But uh, the after the kind of party, the dinner part is done. The girls are upstairs chatting privately, and they're peppering Carrie with like a million questions. And she's like, "I don't know the answers myself." He asked me like today. Yeah, <laughs> she said, "Yeah, like literally two hours before y'all got here." I'm I know still processing, yo. Little little shady. Yeah, because to, to well, the big deal about it. Yeah, it, before the definitely party. agreed, agreed. Um. But also, like, when else was, I mean, because they don't really say, like, when he found out he was going to be leaving, so. Yeah. Maybe he we found know, out We don't know his timeline exactly. Yeah. yeah. Still, he could have talked about it, like, after dinner or yeah. or maybe the next day. The next day. However, uh, but yeah, the, the big thing about it, because she's not just going to Paris to, like, see his opening. She, like, he's asking her to come live, there. live with him in, in Paris. Yeah, like, basically come indefinitely. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'll be coming back. Or not when I'll be coming, or even if I'll be yeah. coming back. Like, it's basically up in the air. It's like, maybe I'll come back to New York. But, I mean, even through the process of this episode, it don't sound like he wants to come back. To yeah, he wants to go ahead and, like, move. Live in Paris. Yeah, Paris, like, he has an apartment so, there and everything yeah. he was saying already. Like, he has mm-hmm. roots there. Yeah. So. <laughs> and so Miranda's, of course, very skeptical. Charlotte and Samantha are more on board. And I, you know, I didn't write down all the questions, but it's, you know, it, there are practical ones. Like, what are yeah. you going to do for a living? You know, yeah. how, who are, are you living with? Like, all those kind of, the kind of things you would, you should genuinely ask somebody if they say that their boyfriend has invited them to go live abroad. Like, yeah, basically, yeah. how are you going to do it? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wasn't, uh, those questions weren't the ones that were pissing me out. It was kind of yeah. the later questions after she kind of got those answers. They're like, well, we got more things to say. It's like, yeah, just anyway. 
Sorry. And I love the little moment when Stanford comes upstairs and he's like, I have to break up the chat because I can't pretend to be one of the boys any longer. <laughs> <laughs> I love Stanford. I know. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I honestly, that's the only thing that was probably missing from this episode. I just would have loved the scene of trying to see like Stanford be like one of the guys because like yeah. his boyfriend Marcus is like kind of a manly ish. Yeah, kind of, yeah. You know I mean, like even for like you know being like a you know a Broadway actor or whatever. Like, so I would love this scene. Just like even if it was only thirty seconds of Stanford just being you know the wild just fish him out of the and water. like. Stephen Smith trying to like oh, connect. Oh man, so funny, so funny. And it's yeah, and Alex, just like the, just the, all the, yeah, just the boys all together. Yeah, because like, even that dynamic, because like Harry... I can see, I can see Steve and, and Smith getting along. Yeah, but then like Alexander being the kind of guy he is, I wonder like if that dynamic would work with him if he get get along together, and then adding you know uh uh, oof, what's his name now. Steve, Harry? No, no, sorry. Uh, Stanford, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adding, adding him into that mix. Yeah. Like, that would be even <laughs> more hilarious. Uh, but it sounded like, I mean, because it was very generic, but it sounded like they were having a good time yeah. together. It was like a big, abrupt laugh. Big laugh, after dinner, yeah. A big man yeah. laugh after dinner. So it's like, clearly they got along. They're doing fine. They're doing all right. Yeah. Um. So after the party, they're... Uh, I wouldn't say they're cleaning up, other people cleaned up. But anyway, after the party, <laughs> she tells Alexander, she's like, hey, my girlfriends have some questions. And he's like, well, they're not the ones coming. So, like, okay, why do they have questions? But it's a good point. But also, those questions need to be answered. Yeah, but they are questions that need to be answered. And so that's yeah. when he explains that they'll live together because he does have an apartment, but it's being renovated. So they'll be at the plaza for a while to start. I mean, I mean, the misery uh, of the plaza, the misery. Uh, She's going to be so miserable the at the plaza in Paris. Uh, She's going to be slumming it. She's and basically she, living in a cardboard box. Yeah. And she's like, well, how long would we be there? Would I learn French? Can I write there? What about my cell phone? And he's like, well, do you have so many questions? Which question is your question? Because these are all questions that she, in theory, got from her girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Precisely. And so, yeah. And so she finally asks one about her, one of her own questions, which is what about her apartment in New York? And he says he'd cover it. And she's like, I can't let you do that. And he's like, well, I have plenty of money, but no carrier perhaps. Stop. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm a, First that was of cute. all. I'm a, that was cute. That was cute. Him saying, I don't have any carrier mm-hmm. Bradshaws. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Very classy. Super cute. My man's got the ribs on point. Mm-hmm. But where I want to stop you is where she's like, I can't let you do that. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You 100% can do that. That's right in your wheelhouse. That is your personality written all over it. Yes, you can let him pay for it because you know you won't turn it down. You know you won't take it down. Shut up. We all know you haven't paid Charlotte back for the down payment. You ain't paid Charlotte back. You was about to let fucking, what's his name? Uh, 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 God damn it. What's the dude, uh, uh, her last boyfriend? Oh, um, Burger? No, the one before that. I don't count Burger. Burger wasn't shit. <laughs> he, was, he was too short-lived. He was three episodes. He's in and out. Fuck him. He was there longer. Three episodes. Passed. The, before him. Uh, Eight? uh, uh. Yes, like she's about to let him like buy her apartment and buy, yeah. buy, buy two apartments. Yeah, what the fuck you saying? So she's talking about I can't let you do that. Yes, you can. Stop lying. Sicking you. <laughs> oh, I couldn't possibly accept. I couldn't this. possibly let you. You pay for let my your life. friend sell her engagement ring to pay for your down payment. 
You take you're a taker, as they say. You are a taker. Shut up and take <laughs> shut up and take the offer. Sick of you. So anyway. at, at brunch, Carrie's explaining all the answers and all the reasons that she wants to go. And Miranda's still hung up on like, well, how long? And Charlotte's like, are you guys gonna get married? And by the way, Charlotte's excited about this. Mar- she's Charlotte- just so romantic and amazing. Yeah, because when she told everybody, she was just like Charlotte's face lit up. Everybody else was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Except Samantha. Samantha was like, "Oh shit, what?" Yeah, oh, for real. Because Samantha's not even tripping on her. She's just thinking like, "Oh shit, I get to visit Carrie in Paris." Like she ain't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she ain't tripping. And uh, uh, incidentally, as I am going abroad in a couple months, I absolutely want to get whisked away. I yeah. don't want to stay here. I mean, I do. No. But, like I don't. <laughs> Listen, when I was in Germany, I was this close to being like. Call my friend, like, sell all my shit. I'm <laughs> staying. Send me the money after you Ship done. me the cat. I'm moving. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Once, yes, dude, just as I said, go back to the the, the the rent. Once my friend told me she was paying 750 for all expenses, I was like, I'm staying here. Yeah. That's literally like 25% of my budget right now I got right now. What are you talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about? That's easy money. Um, anyway. And Miranda's like, what about your job? And Carrie's kind of annoyed with everybody. She's like, you guys should just kind of be happy for me. And I do like Charlotte's question, though, of like, is he going to marry you? And it doesn't really seem like it's a yes answer. And Charlotte's sort of like, what is he promising? And I'm like, I feel like he's promised a lot of things. So I mean, he's, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, he's promised everything but a ring, but basically, but he's still giving her everything that you would have if y'all were married. Yeah. He's not really, he's not, it's not like mm-hmm. he's saying like, you know, maybe I'll take care of you. Maybe I'll, you know, yeah. let you live with me. Maybe, you know, we'll figure it out. Like he's saying, you're basically my wife without us getting married. Yeah. Uh, but Carrie's annoyed and they try to insist, or at least Samantha and Charlotte do, that like, no, we think it's romantic. We just want to make sure you're thinking everything through. Yeah. And she's like, I want you to be happy for me when I've always been happy for you guys. Stop right there. I wrote down lies. That Stop. Was the thing I <laughs> Stop you right there. That was a bullshit ass lie. Bullshit, how many Carrie. T- how many times has she been the curmudgeon when somebody else has had oh. some romantic shit happen? And she's like, are you sure? Oh, I had all the questions of like, go, you know. Like, I know she pooped all over Charlotte and Trey. Oh yeah! Oh yes! Yes! I can't. Did. I can't. I I know it happened. I can't she think did. of like, the specific no, she did. instances. But she I did know. remember that because they got they got engaged. with like it was like three months really after quickly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. she was she was shitting all over that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. No, she's fucking full of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And it's awkward, and I love Samantha. She's like, does anybody want to talk about cancer? Anyone? Like, just try to break the tension. Yeah, because the tension starts because, like, Miranda's basically being the curmudgeon the entire yeah. time. It's like, this is stupid. You're dumb. This is dumb. You're dumb. Basically. Mm-hmm. About the whole thing. Yeah. So Carrie's at home pondering, like, the examined life versus the over-examined life and, like, kind of when should you stop questioning things. Yeah. And I think there's a fine line. Like, you, you know... Yes, the the practicalities of moving to another country are yeah. you got you got to think of you can you you can but you shouldn't just run off and be done with it you know unless well, basically unless you got money. <laughs> I mean that's what I'm saying though. Like it's a little <laughs> bit easier to do when you got a guy like Alexander who is yes. apparently filthy rich because he can just buy an apartment in Paris and pay for her apartment in in fucking New York, New York while also paying for his 
basically two apartments that he has yeah. in New York or two. I mean, I guess when he got like two condos in New York. Yeah, right? he, well, he, he owns has, the whole. He owns the whole. He owns the whole floor, floor right? And it's like two and different. I'm assuming units. it's still mortgaged. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So like, yeah. unless he decides to sell the like, whatever, you know. But the point is, he's got money. And he's got money. money, not not money, money. Yeah. Okay, yeah. like it's it's long money. Like that shit is yeah. like your kids got money. He's got like old yeah. world money. Yeah. Sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's old, got old world art money. He says. No, you know what he has? He has wealth, is what he has. Yes. Like that shit, because like that's if they ever would have kids or something like that, like that shit would translate and yeah. go on like tear taken care of. The so. old generational wealth. Yeah. So I mean that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, if you were just like like you and I just decided we we're gonna go to Paris, different talk, but like yeah, a set of like to get Carrie has, I mean, it wouldn't even be, I don't even know if I even be thinking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like, well. Not a Paris. I'll see y'all later. Y'all can come visit. Uh, yeah. Because what's the point of living in New York right now? If uh Irishman or Scottish man or some other handsome foreigner, whoever they may be, and I fall in love on my trip and they are like run away with me to here. Yeah. I'm not fucking do it, man. Check the finances, <laughs> make sure it's legit. And uh, yeah. after that. We'll hire hey. a PI briefly, but uh, we might. Yeah, <laughs> other than that, check the finances, make sure he ain't yeah. no Tinder swindler. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I love the Tinder swindler thing because I, uh, I look. Am I like lonely looking for love? Of course, but if the, I was on a date and the guy said, "I need you to give me thirty five thousand dollars, and they're gonna break my kneecaps," I'd laugh at his face because I'd be like, "What?" you think i have thirty five thousand dollars? first of all it's like well it's like oh my I, god I, I, thank but, you like, listen, even, if I, even if i had i still be like well it sounds like your kneecaps are gonna get broken it sounds like <laughs> you're gonna have some broken kneecaps my guy yeah cause... it sounds like you gotta sound like it's done between you and i it sounds like you gotta yeah. leave the country so i don't know what to tell you because you ain't getting no 35 well here's but the thing the reason why it worked the reason why it worked i know there's more to it than that. yeah that's what it is. he only <laughs> so that's like, if he didn't if he wasn't showing them all this like lavish lifestyle yeah. to make it seem like he was good for it they probably wouldn't have gave it up but the fact that he did that that's why they were right. like right, well i'll get it back but i would i would hope at least that if i were taken on a private jet and then told by the way i need to borrow 35k because they're gonna break my kneecaps i'd be like why do you have a private jet then <laughs> yeah yeah cancel the private jet fly commercial take the money you would have spent on fuel yeah. for this jet and give it to them you can sell the jet, right? Like just sell the fuel, like fucking sell the fuel. You know, yeah, yeah, we can we and can have the plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just you can rent out the plane. Just like we'll have a date on the plane. We don't gotta go nowhere. Just like I would be flattered that someone would think I'd have that much money in my bank account. Yeah, though. that's really well. Nice. I think like, he was targeting oh women that had like who do genuinely of, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like like not like money, money, but like you know, no something. It's just enough, enough, enough to get by. Just yeah, enough. and yeah. then some. Um, anyway. But yes, so uh, and yeah, the whole like overthinking. I'm an overthinker, though. Sure. Um, so I would, I would struggle to, I think, abruptly move to another country. But yeah, well, I, so I'm looking at it as as a guy. If I had this offered to me, it would, I would say no to it because it's just a different situation. But as a woman, a guy willing to take care of you, that's a t- completely different. Mm-hmm. That's completely different. My, why wouldn't like, you if a woman was offering to do all this for you? Because here's the thing. After a while, 
if because like okay I'm, I'm now this is me as a dude being like a dude like carrot mm-hmm. okay uh alexander is he doesn't mind like if he takes care of her or whatever like he doesn't mind if she doesn't like do anything in her life but she's not like working she's not like making yeah. any kind of money she's just like living in paris fucking drinking cafes and mm-hmm. eating baguettes he's cool with that yeah he ain't gonna be tripping if she never gets a job again or whatever but as a woman no woman wants to see you just sitting around the house even if she's got the money she's gonna be like go get a hobby something i need you fair yeah I to think do I something you know what i mean like because like women aren't really built to like take care of men like that for a long period of time maybe a little bit a little help on the side a little maybe add to the the situation but not like long term i got it all that's like yeah. no nah, eventually she'd just be like <laughs> so you ain't gonna you don't like you don't parasail or nothing you, know <laughs> <laughs> Paris. You, you, you ain't gonna learn how to make bread nothing like you just sitting around the house drinking fucking champagne strawberries all the time this is this ain't gonna work it ain't gonna work yeah yeah, yeah it's the truth it's the truth it's just y'all, I, yeah if i yeah, had a bunch of money truth. yeah like it's the thing that you may have the bills and everything winners. but it's still like yeah you still be like look i need you something around the house like could you at least tidy in here something like, put up some something shelves. that's what i mean that's that's and that's how i mean like i'm i'm picturing it as like me being a carry type as a mm-hmm. man going to pa- live yes. in paris with a woman yeah i can see that <laughs> so but you're already thinking about it right now you're like, like yeah six months i'd kick this piece of shit out <laughs> Go do something god you're always here yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. facts 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 um so carrie and samantha are book shopping and carrie's talking about how annoyed she is with miranda <clears throat> and samantha's like well look we're selfish bitches and we like don't want you to move across the ocean which but, i love that she said that it was like yeah yeah she's like look yeah i don't want to see you go but like also i want you to be happy yeah yeah and carrie's like i get it but she's like but i also really like alexander yeah and she's like i don't think miranda likes him and samantha's like why do you care you know, have you ever heard me ask any of you about my, bo- like, any of my boyfriends or my boyfriend? And Carrie's like, oh, this is the first time you called him your boyfriend. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's true. Samantha never asks what they think about her dates or boyfriends or whatever. No. You know? Even when she was dating the, the little dick dude, she was still, yeah. she was like, I don't give a fuck what y'all think. I'll tell you what's going on, but I don't care what y'all think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Carrie does admit she's like I you know Miranda's point about like what do I do for work is valid and she's like I'm not sure how it would work and Samantha's like well you're fabulous you'll figure it out you know you went she went sweat it and she's like but also remember only do what's comfortable for you this does not have to be all on his terms and I think that's so important somebody yes. said that to her yes because I think she is in a way getting sort of sucked into the like well he's gonna do all this for me so sort of whatever he says goes sure which is uh kind of a dangerous place to be i don't mean like necessarily like physically or whatever but just yeah, like yeah, mentally, yeah. just sure. me- mentally and, and as a person you don't want to just kind of give your whole self over and let someone else call the shots the entire time you know? well yeah because that, that's 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 kind of the fear right because if it all yeah. doesn't work out now you're stuck in paris yeah so yeah, it, I don't think he, Alexander would do her dirty. He wouldn't be like, no, he's, not, here, he's but... not gonna, he's not gonna like taking her or whatever. <laughs> also, too, she still has the. Uh, I mean, honestly, if he's talking about paying for her apartment, so she still has that option. So if it doesn't yeah. work out, he's about to be like, all right, well, your apartment's well, still there. I'll stop paying for it, but for you know, it after it's a there. month or two. But yeah, it's there. Because yeah. yeah, if if she kind of makes it clear that like, hey, if it doesn't work, I I'm leaving. You know, yeah. which 
who knows if she'd ever get to that point. But yeah, I think just, I think Samantha's point is just know, know what your exit strategy is if you should ever want one. Sure. Or need one. And she kind of has one already. Yeah. I mean, honestly. And it's not like, you know, she'd be cut off from her friend. I've, you know, if she got there and it all went to hell, you know, super quickly for whatever reason, she could absolutely call any of those gr- girls, women, and they would yeah. be like, we're getting you out of Paris, you know, the extraction. Yeah. Samantha, Samantha would call yeah, Samantha would be in Paris coming to get Paris. With the extraction right team being like, yeah. take the sh- take the shot and like, get her <laughs> out of the situation. All day, yeah. So she really, I mean, that's what I'm saying, like, there's really no other than like, yeah, it may not work out, but there's no bad side. Like, she still has an apartment, she has mm-hmm. a place to live, she still has her friends. You know, I know the writing job is a concern and stuff like that, but it's like she could, you know, uh, so she is a writer. <laughs> she could stop it. <laughs> Be nice. No. We're being nice. <laughs> We're being nice to Karen. But no, but since she is a writer, she could write for you know other publications, do her own projects, you know. Well, this is kind of a rough time for her to remove because if like this was like ten years from this time period, she'd be fine because she could probably like work remotely. Yeah, since the internet ain't that great. Yeah, you know, at this time, like this is you know we're still talking about DSL dial up and shit like that. So I don't, I don't imagine they, you know, she probably lose like half of her articles like trying to send them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But she, you know, she's with her. You know, she does have the publisher connection, so she if Mm -hmm. she wanted to do another book on like love or relationships or whatnot she could do it in theory from paris if she like secured that deal and all, yeah. and all that you know write a it's, book about uh being with a rich man yeah like a whole you know the whole new world you've, you've yeah. entered like yeah you know there's women who would definitely read that for sure i would yeah yeah for sure that's what i'm saying there's people who would read the shit a how-to guide maybe yeah. <laughs> how to like what happens how, how, how it feels yeah ups and downs be good and bad yeah. yeah yeah absolutely uh so she's getting ready for that party that enid from vogue invited her to and mm. i just have to point out i have always loved this dress this sort of blue light blue velvet flappery kind of oh thing. yeah it was nice yeah i just love it a lot it's, yeah, it's it was one nice. of, hands down one of her best looks yeah. um and i think they're at her place and he's like are you yes. coming and she's like yeah in a second he's like no i meant to paris I'm like why are you doing this for part of party <laughs> for real like yeah that's what, that's the only thing that's that's not the only thing but that's the, definitely like this twice that he's kind of like put her on the spot and like yeah it's like they don't do that like because like now she's like getting ready for a party like now you're putting this in her head and it's like it's kind of like it's just like you're rushing her like yes i know that you're leaving like literally at the end of the week but like mm-hmm. yeah fair let her think about it i mean it's only yeah. been what 24 hours or so that they've had since real yeah it hasn't been that long no maybe maybe 48 at best yeah, yeah. maybe 48 because he was talking about no because when he asked her he's like i'm leaving at the end of the week so oh that's right so it's like are you is you come in or not like yeah. i feel like this was like a sunday dinner type thing and they're like it's and like they're talking they probably going to this party on like at best a tuesday you yeah. know anyway. so uh you know she's still not sure she's like my whole life is here and she's asking can it be kind of part-time do we split time between paris and new york and he's like i'm finished in new york i i'm all good here and she's like i'm not sure i am and yeah. she's like, what if we tried long distance? And he's like, that's never worked for me because there's basically there's too much temptation or boredom. 
I and, mean, yeah. And and she's Alexander like, oh, in Paris, you want to do long distance care? Are you sure about that? Are you fun. sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> because American girls may not take to his charms, but I'm sure Parisian girls would be like, oh, this guy's classy and mm-hmm. oh, so it's also rich. Oh, this is yeah. great. Yeah. I'm in there. <laughs> so yeah. she's a little thrown off because she's like, it's basically, he just gave me an ultimatum and now we have to go yeah. to this fucking party together and we yeah. have to, and we're bringing this guy to be Enid's date, and the, and the guy is Martin, the food critic, uh, played by the always wonderful Wallace Shawn, who yes. you know we all know and love from Princess Bride and Clueless. Yes. Um, and yes. he's done eight million other things, though. Yes. Um, you know, look him up. You know him. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe him. You know him. But it's best um, role, Clueless. We ain't, gonna, we ain't gonna talk. We ain't gonna say nothing else. I don't care what about no Princess Bride. Clueless was his best role. Shut up. Oh. I don't want to hear nothing else. Don't say Mr. it. Mr. Hall. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Enid's not super happy because is Walshon a tall, dark, handsome gentleman? No, he's not the most. <laughs> he's a little short. He's shorter gentleman. Well, she, she called him a hobbit. And she called him a hobbit, which is pretty mean. Yeah. Um, is she tall? Is she a tall woman? I think Candace Burger. I think she modeled and stuff, so I think she is like in the five nine, five ten range, actually. Okay, so damn, I'll show this. I man. maybe. Uh, hang on, because no, I mean, she was wearing heels, so that would make also make him look significantly yeah. shorter. So fair enough, because like I think she, and that's the thing too, because she calls him a hobbit. Oh, like, sorry, she she's was, only sorry, she's only five seven, but yeah, you put her in the heels, she's five ten. Put her in the heels, she's five ten. Yeah, because she was standing a little taller than Alexander too, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like in that, so he, he must but, not be but, that tall. But um, Mikhail Baryshnikov's only about like five seven, I think. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, got it. Hang on, now I'm checking everybody's heights. Oh, he's only five six according to Google. Mikhail Baryshnikov. Uh, Mikhail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not telling as long as Sean. Well, Sean's only five two. Oh well. Yeah. So he's super short. Okay. okay. Super short. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's why he she looked so. Mm-hmm. That's what she looks extra tall. Him, add, yeah, yeah. You add heels to that. You're five yeah. ten to five two. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm already five ten, and you had I push six <laughs> heels. heels, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I get a little self conscious. I shouldn't, but I do. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You know, you're good. Don't worry about it. It's uh but it's a whole now, thing now. Because let me ask you this though, because there's a lot of women that you know height matters to them, mm-hmm. and it's usually the shorter girls, which is hilarious. I have a whole um, thing about the shorter girls. Because I know, I know you do, and I'm here to hear it. I'm here to hear it. But uh, yeah, so because like usually, from what I've noticed, it's always like the shorter girls. Like I'm, you know, like in my experience is always the girls that's like five feet. It's like, oh, I only date men that are six foot and taller. It's like, but why though? What do you need that for? What is that do, doing for you? Do I love a giant height difference between couples? Yes, I do. I actually think it's really sure. cute and funny to look at, sure. like in a sweet, like that's adorable. I love it way. Not like I don't uh-huh. think, wait, I, but I don't think you need more than four to six inches. If you don't, four I'm, inches is good. Three, hell, three is even like good these enough. five foot girls are always yeah. like, I want six four or bust, and I'm like, you're so tiny to begin with. Yeah, a guy who's five seven, that's half a foot taller than you. Yeah, even if you put, even if you put on your highest of heels. Yeah. He's you're standing about the same be, height, yeah. You, no, even if you put on like four inch heels, which yeah. is about the standard for like the highest of heels, generally. Right. Yeah. You put on four inch heels, 
you're only five four. He's still five seven. He's still three inches taller than you. Yeah. And now everyone's like on the flip side, it's like, well, you should go for a shorter guy. Yeah, I'm open to it. I'm not like sure. against it, but like, yeah, the body wants what the body wants. And I like, I prefer a taller. Well, I mean, most women, period, 100% like want a guy that's taller than them. It's like, and yeah. I, you know, like sometimes they may settle for a guy that's like as tall as them and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like, if every woman had their preference in men, they would all be taller. Yeah. But it's like, you can't keep snagging these like 6'2 dudes. Because you want a tall guy. And someone told me, one of my friends who was shorter, she's like, I I think, was it her? Somebody was joking, or I've just read the joke that's like, no, I want like, you know, if I have kids, I want them to overcome my being short. Well, there's no guarantee of that. They could No, because that's all too. Like, yeah, okay, let's you're short five two, And you date a guy who's six seven. Well, guess what? You're fucking up the DNA because your little five two ass is combined with that six seven. Now the now the if y'all have a son, he's gonna be like five eight. And now he, yeah. he's still a short king. Like you're fucking yeah. it up. And you're also up. if tall- I was like six seven, I would date a girl that's like Five, like the shortest girl I date is like five eleven. Like fuck yeah. that. I'm I want tall kids because exactly yeah. And I'll, I've read that argument though too, where it's like, well, if I want them to be tall, I want tall kids. I need to marry uh, or you know reproduce with another tall person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I just you can't leapfrog genetics like that with if with your five foot six four uh, situation. Yeah. It's just not no. going to happen. No. Um, like I'm saying, because basically, at, at best, what's going to happen is the kid's going to come out to be average height. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all that's going to happen. Like, you're not going to be like a, maybe every now and then you got an anomaly. Like, yeah, I've seen some, you know, five two women with like a six four dude, and the guy, you know, the the, the kid turned out to be like six foot, six yeah. one, or something like that. It happens every now and then, but it ain't no guarantee. Most times, they're just going to end up being average height, maybe pushing like a five ten. Yeah, and like again, there's no guarantee. Like, so I'm the tallest girl to like evolve out of like either side of my family mm-hmm. but like i was just thinking of my cousins so my one aunt is probably only like five four five five uh-huh. um and my uncle who she's married to he's gotta be six two i actually don't know exactly how tall he is but i'll say an even six two so first two girls are my cousin jessica's really short my cousin aaron's mm-hmm. like average to like you know five eight maybe so she's mm-hmm. a little taller but she, she's only like five seven, five eight, And then, yeah, my other two cousins are like tall, tall. Now, that's just the way, and their boys are the last yeah. two, John, David, and Russ. So that's just the way it worked out that the boys ended up tall. It could have flip-flopped. They could, yeah. you know, there's no yeah. guarantee. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's also the flip <laughs> side too, right? Because like, okay. It could, they girls could have come out way tall like dad and the boys right. could have been way short. Right. There's, there's no and guarantee. that's what I'm saying too, because yeah. like, most women, especially, I mean, you were saying to yourself, like, sometimes you feel a little subconscious about your height. So it's like, you know, not so like, yeah, your five, little five, two self got with a six, four dude. And now you don't made women who were fucking Amazonians. And now they're yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> like, now also, what you, look what you did. Bear in mind, you got to carry those giant ass babies. Facts though. Like I was a 10 and a half pound baby. My mom Fuck. was only, my mom was only, <laughs> my mom was only five, five. Oh, yes. I mean, I can't talk that much shit. I was like, I was nine and a half pounds, so like, my I brother was, baby, was but... my brother was nine and a half pounds, yes. and we both. My mom smoked for private pregnancy. She didn't know she was pregnant. Don't don't hate her. Uh, my brother has joked though. He's like, I probably would have been like ten if she hadn't smoked. I was like, eh, probably not, <laughs> but I for sure was ten and a half pounds, and I was like twenty two inches long. I was a giant fucking God, baby. Yeah. And, you know, the doctors apparently all told her, like, oh, yeah, she's only going to be, like, a little eight-pounder or whatever. My mom's like, really? Because her fucking feet 
are in my throat, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's kicking me in the heart, so I don't She's know what the fuck in, y'all talking about. <laughs> in my tonsils and my heart, but yeah. She's going to be a tiny baby. No, I, I was uh, a giant God, 10 and a half pounder. I 10 be, and a half I had pounds. to had to be in a, C, I had to be a C-section. My cousin. Oh, 100%. Yeah, she ain't pushing that out. No, my cousin. She ain't pushing that out? Who I mentioned, Ross, the last of the fourth of those kids were about to were like a year apart. He was 11 pounds. God damn. Aunt Rosemary is only about 5'4. Do the math on that, people. Bear in mind if you got these. And my dad, for the record, is not like super tall. He's like average. I'd say my dad's like 5'11. Yeah. But like they just produce giant, like they just produce giant babies on that side of the family. And that's the thing, but too. But just like, bear that in mind if you're gonna, yeah. you want to bear a Viking child. Okay, the Viking babies and big ones, right? And that's the thing too. It's like, yeah, you can't help who you meet and fall in love with, fine, yeah. right? But if you're like targeting taller dudes, like that's like the, that's your mm-hmm. only demographic. That's the only people you will date if they're like six yeah. foot plus. Just know if you're like five foot tall and he's six four. 10 pound plus babies yeah. might be coming your way. You're so. going to shred some shit down there. Enjoy it. Enjoy or it. Or you're going to have C-sections and just yeah. be prepared for that. Enjoy that. Pa- enjoy enjoy that. passing that watermelon through your my, fucking peach. My niece and nephew, my my sister-in-law is, she's not short. She's probably like 5'9", I think. Um, So she's not like, t- you know, and my brother's like six foot or whatever. Yeah. So like pretty average all around. Yeah. Yeah. My niece and nephew are twins, and twins tend to be smaller. Nuh-uh. Those giant-ass babies were six and seven pounds each. Ooh, and they were twins. giant fucking thing. Like, oh. people were like, oh, that's like, you know, full-term baby size. Uh, yes. like, I know. In your belly. Oh. And she, yeah, she's lugging those, those kids around for nine months. <sighs> they better love her forever. Jesus. I know. They, do. they love mom. <laughs> <laughs> crazy uh so anyway they're at the party yes uh, <laughs> but uh and and as we mentioned Edith is not like super excited about having to date uh well sean but like give him a chance you know but anyway i, I feel what you're saying but like also I'm saying that from like distance. This is my thing. This the only thing I'm gonna say about this is because this is what I'm gonna say. Try and give him a chance. Fine, I'm with you. Sounds good on paper. However, if you know me and you're setting me up, you know that like what my you should know what my type is, and if that's the person you're bringing to me that you know for sure, because like they had to like reveal him. Like it's not yeah. like he walked up with them. Like they had to. Carrie and Alexander had to like part and then he came up. So like the fact that you revealed him, you knew to say by type. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, why would you even bring this person to me? Because like, and I'm saying this, and it's a little bit triggering to me because somebody did that to me once. They were like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't, I got this girl. She's so sweet. She's so bop, 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 bop. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy her. Not my type physically at all. Like mm-hmm. not even, like, yeah. so it's like, I can't even, like, that's important. Whether we want to forget, pretend it's not yeah. at all. Like physical is very important off top. And it's like, yeah, you might have a great personality, but if I can't get past the physical, it ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. At least, I mean, I don't know how it is with women, but I know for me, it's like I, you know, yeah, so, yeah, you know, we want to, you know, we want to say we're better than that, but yeah, we're humans. We're we're I apes mean, at the yeah. at the at the core of our brains. We're apes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't no, 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 no. Um, 
So that little scene happens, and then we meet the star of the show. Yes, Lexi, Lexi Feather, Featherston or Featherston. Let me double check. Um, Featherston. Okay, Lexi Featherston is played by the wonderful Kristen Johnston, who Great everybody actress. knows from Third Rock from the Sun. She's amazing. She's so funny. She's a tall girl too, right? She's tall. I, I yeah, met, yeah. No, I met her. Uh, I met her in real life. I did a uh, an episode of Mom, and she was on that show. And I remember her like towering me. Yeah, I think she's in the like six foot. Yeah, like her and Allison Janney are like two yeah. tall women. Uh, so we meet Lexi. Lexi is an infamous New York party girl. Um, <laughs> she bar hops and bed hops. Before I go any further, there is, uh, and I'm going to reference it because I have yes. it up on my computer. Sure. There's a great, and I'll include the link too in our show notes, um, a great vulture, like oral history of how this episode and particularly this moment like came together. Okay. Uh, and kind of why they did it, which I'll get into, but it's, vulture's great. I love vulture. Hire me. I'm just kidding. Uh, but don't. No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, hire me when I find my uh, foreign husband abroad. There you go. There um, <laughs> anyway, um, they just do a great breakdown of it and I'll, I'll probably be pulling some, some notes from there. Um, but anyway when she sees carrie she's like carrie how the fuck are you and she's just like super loud and kind of obnoxious yeah and she's like i'm gonna go to the roof to have a smoke you know i'll see you i'll see you later <laughs> perfect i mean perfect casting she's, she's like, so amazing yeah like she's a, it's just, uh, she's great anyway yeah. um so we get a brief interlude where we check in with miranda real quick and she's complaining how pretentious Alexander is and saying Carrie's different around him. She's like, I don't feel like she laughed at dinner. And Steve, Steve's like, well, you know, to be fair, you don't think anyone is good enough for you or your friends, including me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true, man. Yeah, because like before, I mean, even when they were to get before they got together and like even after they broke mm-hmm. up and he was just like around, like Miranda was very adamant about like keeping him away like yeah. not even because like some fat but she just like just she always thought she was better than him loki loki yeah basically so. and she just tries to go oh that's not true and he's like it is but like yeah. I knew, he's like i knew you'd come around haha you know and they they joke about his you know alexander's art and you know Steve's like, well, look, if she moves, it'll be okay. You can talk and visit, you know. Yeah, she's not dying. She's, she's not, yeah, exactly. Moving. She's not dying. She's moving. And Miranda's like, I bet she won't go. She can't leave. She has too much, too much here in the city. See, now to me, it's a, that line didn't sound like she was actually talking about Carrie. It sounded like she was talking about herself. Mm-hmm. In this yeah. sense. You know what I mean? Because a lot of this seems like I feel like she's like low-key kind of hating on Carrie because it's like she can't do this. Yeah, maybe. That's, you know I never I mean? thought of it that way, but it's it's we'll, we'll kind of. Get well, it's also too because, like, I mean, we we said this before. We both kind of agree. Like Miranda Loki kind of hates her life. So Miranda, yeah, Miranda. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she never wanted to be a mom. She didn't want to be a wife. Like she, yeah. all she wanted to do was just be a lawyer in New York and and I don't know. I guess serially date. Yeah, lead a a single life and whatnot. Yeah. Um. Pause that thought while we get to sure. Sorry, because I think that no, no, no. You're. I think it ties into the argument though that they have at the end. Fair enough. Um, so at the party, Carrie is with well, Sean and Case Bergen's talking to Alexander the whole time. 
No, no, no. I'm talking flirting. Flirting. Yeah. He was in Her, there. She was trying to. Her. She was trying to. She was trying to get him in 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 the bedroom. What yeah. yeah. And Carrie's like, I think our dates got mixed up, and so you know, she goes. She excuses herself and goes to talk to Edith and Alexander. And Alexander goes to get them drinks. And Edith's like, oh, Carrie, why aren't I with him? And Carrie's like, because I am. <laughs> and she the, knows. The boldness of it. She was like, damn, why, why is he with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you even, like, answer that? Like, if that, like, if that was your boyfriend in the situation, like, how do you even address oh, that? Yeah. It's like, so you basically gonna tell me to my face that you want to fuck my man? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, do, we, do I fight you at this point? What do yeah. I do here? You know. Um, and and Enid does apologize. She's like, I. She's like, I know. You know, I shouldn't be doing it. She's like, but it's kind of. She's like, I'm just saying it's unfair because guys in my age group don't seem to want to often date successful women in their fifties. They're usually chasing bimbos. And, you know, it's a shallow, shallow pond of guys who would date someone age appropriate. And she's like, so Carrie, why are you in my pond, basically? (laughs) But at the same time, at Mm. the same time, it's first of all, it is not Carrie's fault. And Carrie's not like a 20 year old bimbo. She is younger. younger. I think we figured out it's like an almost 20 year age difference, give or take, or like 16, something like that. So it's, it's a sizable one, but it's like not crazy, crazy. There have been worse and and at worse ages. And and it's not Carrie, you know, I kind of wrote and I, you know, part of me thinks this is true is like, you know, Enid kind of could have tried to be with someone like him at any point in time, you know? That's yeah. Yeah. There was yeah, a lot. I agree. In theory, there's not a lot stopping her. No. From dating that type of guy. Other than, yeah, maybe career got in the way, which I totally get. And it's hard. But like she's also yeah. it from what I can tell, like not like a like a working mom type where it would be, I think, really, really hard to yeah. you know, um try to date age appropriately, mm. you know, and, and find someone. Uh so, you know, it's it's just a no, rejection. Say it, say rejection. It, say I was gonna say rejection's hard. So I get like not wanting to do it and wanting the guy to come to you. Sure. I totally get all that. But like at the same time, I'm like, she is a powerful woman, and I'm sure she could find a, well, a guy like Alexander. Like Alexander. she could, but it's also it's like it's. But there's certain traits about like women like that that would be a turnoff for men like alexander like he would he would be into it for a minute because mm-hmm. it's like something new probably something different than like most of like a girl like carrie like it's something different but after a while yeah. it would become kind of a hassle because there's just certain traits that you have to have to be successful in business that don't work in a relationship yeah and that's hard and and it's it's unfair though because those traits yeah. are always lauded in men and not as lauded or considered as desirable in women it's the unfair part like do you think if they were together she'd even consider going to paris or would she be like no no. that would break them up oh 100 she him asking her to go to paris with him she'd be like are you fucking kidding me like we're done like that wouldn't yeah i mean she has like a whole i mean business and shit like that Mm -hmm. so it's it's a little bit different than carrie's job and stuff like that however even if even if she was a writer like Carrie, and that's mm-hmm. all that she did. She would, yeah, she'd be upset that he would even 
thing yeah. to ask. And yeah. unfortunately, carry types are more appealing to a guy like that, like you were yeah. saying. And it's, yeah. you know, it's this is a this is like a no one's fault situation. And I, no, I no, get no. I get everyone's perspective. It's just though. nature. It's just yeah. nature. That's just, I mean, you can't really be mad at nature because that's just how fucking mm-hmm. men are made, and that's how women are made, and then just how the shit fucking works. Yeah. It, it's unfortunate. <laughs> you, can do, you can do your best, but yeah, you, you can't. Know. Yeah, you can't. And some people overcome it and, sure. and stuff like that, but yeah, it's it's hard. And you know, well, that's also the dynamic because that's the thing too. Is like a successful woman, like her, she would have to date a guy. Like, like she would have to date like a Steve. Yeah. For her to be, because like that's basically Miranda and, and yeah. Steve's mm-hmm. dynamic. However. You know, he would just have to be noticed because, like, you know, Miranda ain't gonna let Steve be a stay home dad. So, yeah. like, he has to do something to like contribute to the thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, like, there was just be there would be no way that she like that a successful woman like that would allow some man to just like be laying up in the house all yeah. the time and like you know drinking coffee and <laughs> you know, eating baguettes. I know yep. it's like the most. I keep saying that. Yeah, like, you know, that's, I, that's all I know about Paris. I've never been to Paris, so that's all I'm gonna say about it. baguettes and coffee. That's all I know. That's so know. and Carrie probably pick up cigarette smoking again. By the way, oh, she's totally. in Paris, hundred <laughs> percent. Like day one, she's like, "Oh shit!" She's like, "Oh, they love it here. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Uh, anyway. smoke them if you got them. Damn, <laughs> she's Ohio, <laughs> and it's not American cigarettes, so it has less chemicals in it. So it's oh, healthier. Yeah. It's healthier. Ooh la la. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It's, it's probably true, <laughs> to be honest with you. Honestly, yeah. As much as people are like, oh, Amer- we, we regulate things so well in this country. I'm like, um, fucking eight train derailments say otherwise, but okay. There's <laughs> like a hundred and, I think it's like 130 or 150 different chemicals that are not allowed to be put in food and supply and stuff like that in Europe that yeah. we allow here. So like... And we ain't that regulated. Yeah. <laughs> how how is how are people like healthier in Europe? Um, I don't know. I don't 150 know. chemicals. So might 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 be a factor. Might and be a our factor. ridiculous car culture, but whatever. It's all might be a factor. Just saying. A couple of factors. Yeah. Um. Anywho. So Carrie takes a break and goes to the bathroom, and she bumps into Lexi, who's doing cocaine. <laughs> okay. Okay. And please don't. I'm I'm hoping this doesn't come off like fucked up. But like, isn't it something kind of pathetic about a girl that's like still like trying to be the party girl? Like, oh after yeah, 30? that's the whole point of her character. Okay, okay. And the, the uh, I want to save some of those notes from Vulture, but they they get into like kind of why they introduce her. And okay, she, and basically why this happens, why what okay. happens with her happens. Gotcha. Um, but yes, the clinging to the like being a party girl or what or party yeah. boy or whatever when you're. You know, she says she's forty. <laughs> she's yeah. like, it, it, it's it gets it gets to a point, and yeah. it's funny. Carrie's like, I'm surprised anyone's still doing coke. <laughs> Which, like, bitch, I, you are forty. Why are you doing cocaine right now? <laughs> although I will say, I I just have to bring this up. I've never done drugs, but when I moved to Hollywood, I expected to constantly walk into bathrooms. <laughs> where people were doing drugs because that is what they show in tv and movies all the time like this exact scenario yeah i was convinced and i've even been to hollywood premieres and the like Uh, and after parties i have not once stumbled into a bathroom 
and come across anybody doing cocaine. And I'm not going to lie, a little disappointed. You know, but that's the and don't thing, encourage right? or condone the, drug. No, use. no, no. You know what's funny? Because I, I I have the the same experience, but never also I've seen it in different ways. So here's the funny thing, right? Like all like the industry parties and after parties I've been to, never once, like I said, nobody brought out coke. Mm-hmm. It's not like a thing. Like even yeah. if it's like somebody's house party, you don't yeah. really see cocaine. Now, regular people of Los Angeles, like after parties, after the bar, every time cocaine. Every uh, fucking once. time cocaine, somebody brings it out. Every time every every after hours party I've ever been to at somebody's apartment or house, cocaine has been put on the table and like tons of people around doing it but never at, at an actual industry party mm, interesting. which is hilarious yeah yeah uh, but then lexi kind of reminisces about their clubbing days and she complains about the party and she's like <laughs> we're and she's like it's so lame out there we're the only two single girls here and carrie's like oh i'm actually with someone and lexi's like oh fuck you and like leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like, was that, it was like, was that like a fuck you? Like, I don't believe you're a fuck you. Like, oh man, I'm the only sad person here, and I don't want to recognize that. Uh, second one, I think. Like, yeah, oh, fuck you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Oh, the pain, the pain. The yeah. Pain. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and by the way, I'm not saying that just because like she's a woman. Like, I think a fucking forty year old dude doing that at the party, like being like the loud and the like the party the loud dude. obnoxious. Party yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, bro, that ain't like. Come that on. ain't cute. That was cute in your 20s, but that shit yeah. ain't cute at 40. Yeah. Look at you later, DiCaprio. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if he's that guy, right? He I don't think he's that guy, but yeah, just he the, ain't that guy. The... Yeah, he ain't doing that. If he was, I mean, yeah, that would be, that would not, man, if I ever was like some footage came out, he was like that dude at parties. Fuck. Ah, uh, that would really kill his image. You yeah. definitely wouldn't be getting 20 year olds anymore. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, you know, there's a difference and party and style you know it's Mm -hmm. the whole thing anyway Mm -hmm. carrie and alexander are talking to the couple who the like party is for and they're like they're like an international couple they're talking about like they live in uh calcutta most of the time but the husband comes back to america and like cuts their their films there and things like that yeah and and in la in la i think if i correct it was an 18 hour flight oh my lord I know, ma'am. I know. I know. What am I going to do on my 10 hour flight to Ireland? I'm going to try to sleep. Listen, let me tell you something. Uh, 10 hours ain't shit. Yeah. 10 hours ain't shit, but 18? That's that's a whole lifetime. Fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is a day, a literal day. Yeah. Um, But Carrie was like, oh, we'll see. They kind of do it. And he's like, I don't want that life, though. Like, Cause he's like, when I, the life I want is I wake up, you're there, we're there together mm-hmm. and we're around each other all the time. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I still have like a life in New York though. And he's like, well, what do you want that life to be? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Cause he asked her, he's basically asked her, he's like, yeah. Like, what do you want to wake up to? Do you want to wake yeah. up to your career or do you want to wake up to like me or like in like a, a relationship I have, like a life that mm-hmm. I'm trying to give you, which is a great question because like, that's, I feel like that's, a question for everybody because it's yeah. like yes we all have our careers and things that we're passionate about but at the end of the day does that is it going to bring us the ultimate happiness mm-hmm. do we actually want to share with some like because i feel like sharing it with somebody or yeah. with people like if you have a family it's probably the ultimate happiness because it's mm-hmm. like what are you doing all this for if all you come home to is like a nice apartment yeah you know what i mean yeah 
Yeah. But I will say it's also, that's usually, I feel like guys don't have that question posed to them as often as women do. Well, and I, and I think it's because for us, we don't have a timeline on our fertility. You guys do. Yeah. After 30, it becomes a lot more harder for you guys to like Mm -hmm. have that life. If you do plan on being a mother and, and things of that nature, but us like, you know, as long as it gets if we can shoot it out it can <laughs> it can catch an egg you know what i mean yeah. so like that's why i think it's different for us is because there's no timeline mm-hmm. for yeah. when we can start a family like motherfucker if he if you want to wait till you're 50 years old to have your first kid you can and i know people that have yeah, yeah. fathers that are like 90 years old and they're the same age no, as me, me too. Like, My, yeah whoa <laughs> that's yeah. wild to me i can imagine starting a, ba- a family at 50 but it is what it is you know no, yeah. no shade no. no shade no shade oh no my my uncle did it he's you know in his 60s now mm-hmm. and uh my cousin is like a, uh, almost 18 uh oh, that's wild yeah that's uh, wild, wild but it happened yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah for sure for sure um yeah yeah i think the timeline thing and also not even just the fertility stuff though i think it's just sort of there's a weird assumption that sort of women will always give up career for a guy when asked to uh, and uh, oh i see yeah i see what I, don't get me wrong the fertility thing plays a huge factor but like even though yeah. let's say but there is sort of always or no i think the the subconscious bias mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. across all of society is sort of like well i will put as a woman i will put whatever i'm doing on pause for the guy because they tend they tend to earn more money they tend to do this and that and that's not like oh guys are better earn money but just like that's just the way the chips have fallen mm-hmm. patriarchal uh, in the patriarchy in the patriarchal like, nature of our, our society sure and fallen that way so it's sort of like you know your guys aren't expected to necessarily give up career the same way women are whether it's for just being in a partnership or family or what have you yeah yeah Uh, but it's it's also too it's a thing of because there's also i mean i've been reading studies that say that like women find more happiness in people and mm -hmm. that's why but they're more their careers are more engaged in like people oriented things and Mm -hmm. therefore most women find like true happiness in being like having a family like having something yeah. like whether it be like you know if it's just like you and your husband and a dog like just like mm-hmm. something of that nature like that's where they truly get their happiness not like career oriented where men are like more like they get more of their happiness from like being production and being mm-hmm. productive excuse me and like you know creating something is that nature or is that socialization it could start? be both it's, it's, they, they, there's there's studies that, that that advocate for both so mm-hmm. interesting we don't really know for sure yeah. like what the what the real motivation is because I feel like from the start, girls are socialized to be more social. Sure. And boys are socialized like you are an individual, like you will be lead and be the the tough young guy and stuff like that. And I think yeah. And I think they're well. We're also we're we're a lot of it because socially too, we're also told to be providers. Like yes, the, yeah. the idea that you're supposed to go out into the world as a man, mm-hmm. get a job or create a job, and then take care of your family so yeah. rather if it be like your own nuclear family or like your family that's blood whatever like that's what we're told to be is yeah. providers we're supposed to go out there and hunt the dinosaurs and bring back the meat and we're told oh you are carers you care for the hunters and mm-hmm. 
but then also at a certain point we're told we were told like no you can be a hunter now too but now you have to do both and it's not fair <laughs> right because the guys are never told that they need to be carers in turn it's like no no you can still just be hunters you don't have to do the second thing <laughs> <laughs> i feel you I know. Um, it's, it's a lot society society <laughs> anyway Evolution, that's what they call it we come to the big moment now yes so lexi comes up with a cigarette and she asks for a lighter and Carrie's like, oh, I don't have one. I don't smoke anymore. And <laughs> Lexi rolls her eyes and is like, fuck you. <laughs> and... I mean, I feel you, though. It's like, I mean, like, not, not, I don't feel her that fuck you, but like, I'm laughing because it's like, you know, it's, it's and you I, at this point, I kind of feel bad for her. It's like, give her something, like yeah. some kind of like semblance of that y'all yeah, used to be friends, but it's like, yeah. it's just not there. She's like, everybody's moved on with their lives and you're the only one still like, because like even her yeah. energy her doesn't energy is, does not fit the vibe. She does <laughs> She does say in the bathroom, she's like, this party's so lame, I don't know why I fought to get invited to it in the first That's place. so wild. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, her energy is just off. So yeah. it's like, it's almost like, I feel I feel bad for her at this point. Like, it's yeah. like somebody get this woman a lighter. <laughs> well, she, she goes up to Enid and Martin, who are talking, which is yep. nice. They're starting to vibe a little bit. They're, yeah. they're starting to vibe a little. Yeah. Um, and Enid's like, well, there's no smoking in here. And Lexi stomps off as like, oh, a candle. And Martin's a good guy. He stands up and he was like, hey, you yeah. know, our our host kind of asked you to not smoke in here. And she's just blowing him off because she has also at this point opened like the floor to ceiling windows, which so the vulture, if you were wondering, how is that possible? The vulture article, I forget which person says it. They saw those in real life. They are they exist. It's not mm-hmm. impossible to have mm-hmm. uh, windows that do crack open yeah uh, or or not even just crack open open it wide enough yeah um and i guess there have been some suicides from yes types of windows yes um so maybe don't install those a lot yeah there's been a lot yeah that's why um, i don't have they can, you can't open up any windows in vegas yeah yeah for that reason alone yeah <laughs> um and lexi stops off with her cigarette though at the window and She's like, one day everybody stops smoking and being fun. She's like, this used to be the most exciting city in the world. And New York is over. O-V-E-R. Nobody's fun anymore. And then she says, I'm so bored I could die. And that's when her heel of her heel like breaks. Yeah. And she tumbles and she reaches for the curtains and they come right off and she falls right out the window and dies. Oh. <laughs> and everybody and even Alexander was like oh shit like, yeah, yeah. nothing <laughs> like, really faces yeah. that guy and he yeah. was like and oh he was like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean she stopped the whole party I mean yeah I'm sure everybody went home after that oh god know? yeah <laughs> I mean how like, do you keep going <laughs> yeah well it was so but here's the thing that I I maybe I'm just like a, a dark individual but I found this so hilarious it was like oh so we have this funny yeah i don't know but his thing the fall itself shouldn't be funny like this is fucked up it's like how are they trying to make a joke out of this like this, this woman died like mm-hmm. so the fact that they try to like make it funny in the, in the show is like that's just weird but the thing about it that made me laugh about not her diet was <laughs> we transitioned from that to like carrie's casual voiceover about like the snow, the snow falling. falling yeah <laughs> Oh, she's so casual. Someone just died. Who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like soft summer, like, you know, captain speaking from the, the mm-hmm. voice about snowfall. And it's like, we're not going to dress to death. We're not going to yeah. say nothing about the death. 
Well, we get to the we they get to the future. Yeah, they do. But do. it does. Yeah, it is weird. But because you if you don't know that that's coming, it's yeah. like what the fuck is like? Are you just almost like you're watching two different episodes of TV? Because <laughs> there's all these beautiful moments in the snow, like Miranda yeah. and Steve and Brady are making snow angels. Yeah. Char- Charlotte you can't go from like death to snow angels, man. Charlotte shows the little puppies the snow yeah. like at the window yeah, and like everything. all these like cute little crispy like yeah. like end of a Hallmark movie moment moments right after a death like this is yeah it was i was cracking up i was like who wrote this yo so a little yes. about this character though it's like and why they introduced her okay. and because also also during the blizzard and st- stuff carrie says i want to go to paris and basically yeah. you may have guessed this but just to confirm lexi's basically character existence is to scare carrie into going to paris <laughs> i think it works i think it works you know what the crazy thing too about that character is it's like i see a lot of people in like hours like in this time yeah, in the yeah. present that are like about to be that person it's like dude y'all get it together yeah it's not it's not gonna be the ride you think it's gonna be yeah and yeah. it's and they also they bring up way back in you know season one there's the like uh italian lady who basically yeah yeah yes yes you know the chi- yeah, yes yeah the gets, one that was on like the, the percocets or some shit like that right yeah or, the, or the, like the sort of like borderline sex worker lady and yeah. they, they mentioned in this this article that lexi is the that kind of party girl years on so like yeah this mm. is the future it, i now i don't love this because i, I we'll get to it in a second i i think it's a little it, it's a little mean it, it you know that like that said you i think you can still be like a party going 40 year old single lady you just not this obnoxious so she's a little punished for her behavior oh we oh, like, mean to kill her off that's what you, to no, kill her off yeah, this way. yeah yeah I not just a, saying, yeah if they didn't kill her off it would just be like oh yes that's like one path life could have gone down yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, the killing is the mean part obviously yeah, i see what you're saying yeah yeah <laughs> But just the, uh, yeah, the, that notion of like, you know, this is sort of, you know. It's like a uh, fucked up after school special. Yeah. Like, this, like is, this, this is what a life of party would lead to. be your life. 18 stories know? of death. Yeah. Um, but I was rereading some of these notes really fast. But yeah, uh, like I said, I'll put this article in the thing because it's really good. It's just interesting. And it also gets into a little like the production, something like that. And okay. Kristen Johnson said she, you know, had wanted to be on the show before but couldn't mm. because of her commitments to 30 rock and then she then the show ended and she was free to do this and she also i think she mentions in the article speaking of height and just being self-conscious about who mm. you are she also mentioned she wasn't looking her feeling her best because she was drinking a lot and on like mm. uh, pills at this point before she became clean and sober so oh. it was sort of like a weird echo there too of like you know oh, interesting hey you can't you know maybe you can't keep doing this at a certain point <laughs> yeah interesting that's wild. um but oh. yeah it's just uh and they just talk about filming it which is uh interesting because they shot some of the fall separately from like everybody seeing it uh in person yeah and whatnot just a little production fun facts but anyway so after the blizzard, Carrie and Sanford are walking to Lexi's funeral, and he's like, oh, I'm, I can't believe I missed this, that moment. Well, it's a very, like, uh, uh, 
like Hollywood funeral. Yeah, it's, like all it's like celebrities were there and shit like that. Yeah, is Mark wild. is saving them a seat next to Hugh Jackman. I, I know like, you guys. I thought it, I, yeah, I was the like, boys. I was like, man, I was like, Elizabeth would be dead if she knew that Hugh Jackman was at a funeral <laughs> that uh, she was at. What do you call it? Um, because uh, it's as Samantha gets there and she says the funeral's better than Fashion Week, which. People brought up that clip of Vivian Westwood, the famous designer, passed away uh, somewhat recently, and there was a big mm-hmm. memorial for her where everybody mm-hmm. was basically wearing her designs and stuff. So everyone looked amazing, right? right. And all this high yeah. fashion stuff. Yeah. But it's like a memorial. <laughs> That's wild. Um, That's wild. So wild. So, and Samantha's sort of surprised at the turnout, and Carrie's like, well, she wasn't always so tragic. She used to be an it girl in the 80s, and they're kind of jokey about it, and they're like, oh, but it's the end of an era, which it is. And Carrie does see Enid walking to the funeral with Martin, hinting maybe a little bit of relationship there. Mm. But then this this is what I don't like, is when Carrie declares, ladies, if you're single in New York, after a certain point, there is nowhere to go but down. And I just I wrote boo to that because yeah. I'm yeah. sorry that this is where the show fucks it up because you know mm. just like, the idea that you would be basically punished by the universe for still being single and yeah. wanting to party like I know we we're saying like it's kind of lame to do it and it is but you don't get to you don't deserve to be pulling out a Dead. window uh, yeah by, by yeah happenstance. Yeah yeah uh, you know is is the point like hey maybe if you're doing that kind of single dumb after a certain point yeah it is probably right. over for you if you're 40 yeah. you're 50 and you're still acting like you're 25 yeah still doing yeah. coke in the bathroom getting drunk and things yeah. are downhill for you if you're doing that if yeah. you're single and you're 40 and you're just doing your shit no your life is not over it's far right. like, from still, over yeah you still got a chance to yeah you have plenty yeah. of time and chances to yeah find someone find people whatever it is that you need right. I, so i i do take issue with the sort of cosmic punishment and the like yeah. you said the after school special level lesson that to carry yeah. that like ooh, if she doesn't seize her chance with alexander she'll be alone in the city and dropping out of a window <laughs> in no time flat like come on which this show has the show hasn't done this made that point in quite a while because Mm. everybody's been in couples and things like that but if you remember Mm. in the beginning especially Mm. the first few seasons uh they were so hammering the like oh single in your 30s is like the worst thing to be at a certain point you know if you aren't married and taken your life is over your life is over and i just that's just not true for anybody man woman or man or or what have you um non-binary and whatnot it doesn't matter you know your life is not over because you are single and this sort of like nasty attitude i frankly of like against single people like why aren't you in a relationship bitch i'd be in a relationship if i could i want you know yeah yeah, if i found making it seem like they like i mean sure like it's a moral failing that you're not right i mean listen to be fair uh, there are some people who like are avoiding relationships and yeah. want to be and you know they have their reasons could be you know some past things or whatever sure, but sure. like i think for the most part most people who are single at a certain age they're not like trying to be single they're probably yeah. out looking but you know they just yeah. ain't found it yet it is what it is your girl's trying she's on the app she's trying to just yeah. go out and be, just even go out places and just, yeah. to just meet people yeah. and talk to people more yeah uh, which is honestly what i prefer um yeah you know 
But anyway, Carrie tells them she is going to Paris. And Miranda asks, is it because you're afraid you're going to go out a window? And Carrie says, no, I'm going to, I'm trying to open a new one. And she that's what she tells them. She quit her job and mm. that she's done answering questions. I'm happy. I'm going. And that's it. And they go into the funeral. Yeah. Charlotte's super happy. She's like, oh my God, it's so romantic. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte's so like, happy. Hyper. And Samantha seems cool too. She's like, yeah, yeah. Shit, I get to go. She's like, cause basically she's in her. She's like, I get to go to Paris. She, I, get I, to go have to Paris? To, I have a reason to go to Paris. Yeah. So after the funeral, Miranda and Carrie are walking down the street and Miranda's like totally shocked she quit the job and Carrie is like, well, they wouldn't let me do the column, you know, from Paris. I pitched, you know, New York girl abroad, but it wasn't really going to work. I'm surprised, honestly, because I mean, they basically let her kind of run with anything she wanted to do. Yeah. They were like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's see what happens. But they were saying like, she was saying like New York paper, New York girl. So I kind of get it, you know. Yeah. Um, and they kind of wonder if somebody new will take it over. And Carrie's like, "Oh, maybe somebody new with a twenty-nine-year-old with all new problems." Um, oh yeah, because that's when she started. That's when working. she started. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Miranda, though, she's like, "I think you're making a mistake. The column is who you are." And Carrie's like, "No, that's a column. I want to leave." And they start fighting about. You know, Miranda's very hung up on. I, I believe me, as a job be like worker, worker bee person, I totally mm. would be hung up in many ways about like, what am I going to do for money and living? Sure. Even, even if I had an Alexander or what have you, be like, I got it, I got it, I got it. I, I am a little independent that way. I think a lot of people are where you'd be like, I want to make my own, you know. I don't know. I feel like we're only that way because, you know, the economy sucks. But like, if, I, if, <laughs> somebody, if you have somebody that's like ready to take it all along, I feel like you'd probably be like, I, I mean, like, you know, I'm going to trust uh, you. Don't fuck yeah. this up. Don't yeah, fuck yeah. This up. But I'm going to trust um, you. And Brandon's like, Carrie's like, well, why can't you just be happy for me? And Miranda's like, why do you have to move and throw your life away? Carrie's like, you moved to Brooklyn, which is so funny. That, she's like, not throwing her life away. She's making a scene because, yeah. like, because even because Carrie even says she's like, I, I'm a, she's like, I'm not like a writer. Like, I write a column like that, yeah. but the column is not like who I am. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not my whole entire being. It's just like something that I do. Mm-hmm. It's not my. It's not like my. Like, that's not the reason I wake up in the morning. You yeah. know. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And Carrie's like, I cannot stay in New York and be single for you because as long as I'm in the same place, it means nothing has changed for Miranda, which you were kind of saying earlier. Yeah. And I think you're, I think what you were saying earlier is totally right. It's, it's this alternate life Miranda maybe wanted more, mm-hmm. um, stay single longer or, you know. Well, I, I think part of it is like that it's like she kind of wanted to live she wants to live vicariously through yeah do carry like i think she's always wanted to like since you know mm-hmm. episode one and i think part of it too is like i just don't think miranda's that happy with her life like no. she's like again because we talked you know like i said earlier she never really wanted to be a wife and a mom and mm-hmm. all that stuff like she just saw herself being like a high-powered lawyer and you know running the streets with carrie for the rest of her life and like yeah. now that it's becoming serious mm-hmm with her and alexander like she's actually seeing like that world slip away and it's like it's it's fucking up you know yes and miranda hasn't even really been running the streets with carrie of late anyway because everybody's been in a couple including carrie she's been dating alexander for a while yeah so it's you know miranda's like and i get miranda all of miranda's practical concerns and i like i don't think they're wrong and you know because you know work's important how do you you know do all that but you know at the same time 
sometimes you gotta let friends kind of fuck up like it's not like she's gonna die doing this <laughs> well and that's also too it's like she's saying it in the sense of like oh if carrie's not a writer then her life is over but like yeah. it's not like carrie can't find like if she wants to find something else to get into while she's in paris i'm sure yeah. she can find something i mean like she loves like, shoes. I'm sure she can get into like some kind of fashion, like maybe open up her own store or some shit like that. Like or write about that stuff. Like the yeah. what she writes about can change. You know, it doesn't yeah. mean just because she's not writing about relationships doesn't mean she's not a writer at all anymore. I know we've I've been clowning her the whole yeah. time about yeah, being yeah, an yeah. author and everything like that. Right. But she does write. She's written yeah. successfully. Yeah. Just the topic can change. There's sort of mm-hmm. like a weird, I don't know, like a weird assumption on Miranda's part that she can only write about like love and relationships. And that's well, because it's it's the change, right? Like a, a change. Miranda's such a yeah. she, Miranda's so adverse to change that like mm-hmm. the idea that I mean, this is like a I mean, remember, she just she was losing her mind about moving to Brooklyn. I mean, we're talking yeah. about a few train stops away. Not, not really, but like <laughs> several, several stops away. I mean, like I said, it takes about an hour, forty-five minutes, yeah, give yeah. or take, uh, the, the train schedule. But now, imagine Carrie's moving to another country. So now, you know, I mean, like that's you know, she can't just like call her up and be like, "Hey, I got this crazy thing," or "Steve did this crazy thing," or whatever. Yeah. So, like, I mean, yeah, it's just things like Miranda is just like really, really scared of change. That's yeah, like one of her big fears. And Carrie says like everybody's moved on including Mm -hmm. miranda Mm -hmm. and she's like and i can either stay and write about life and my life or i can go live my life great point and miranda's though like argues no that it would be his life and not really i don't think i don't think he you know he's not yeah he's not like because like alexander is like he's not like saying like when you come and live with me like you got to stay at home and do nothing like he's just like i just want you to be with me yeah, he's like just all. all he all he's asking her to do is come with him. He's not saying like when you yeah, like you said, when you come with me, you are going to have to do blah blah blah. Maybe yeah, Miranda like you have a stay home wife and shit like that. Yeah. Like none of that. Miranda maybe feels that that's the way the relationship is, but Samantha actually says it way back in the bookstore. She's like, it, the only two people in the relationship basically are you two, so only yeah. you know what goes on. Yeah, you know, and so Miranda's assumptions, founded or unfounded, are you know just assumptions at this point she doesn't yeah. know the the whole nature of everything yeah uh but and so after that you know Carrie and started. Oh, sorry. we're also sorry no no i just wanted to say like i think she's like also making these uh, uh presumptions on like her experiences with like american dudes but like we're talking about alexander he's not like a typical american yeah dude. like if this was like a aiden type situation mm-hmm. i can understand her apprehension for Carrie to like give up her life and move to Paris because like yeah I feel like somebody like Aiden would expect her to just be like a stay-at-home mom and that'd be the end of her life but Alexander is just not that dude at all like if if anything he probably prefers her to like find something else to do Mm -hmm. because he's going to be working all the time and being busy so it's like you know he would want her to have something for herself yep and Carrie starts to walk away at this point Miranda's like oh come on yeah I love you and Carrie's like, just admit that you don't like him. And Miranda's like, yeah, I don't. And Carrie's like, well, that's fine. You don't move to Paris with him. She, she clapped back hard with that yeah. one. Right? I was like, ah, Carrie, Carrie with the shots. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you don't go to Paris, but I fucking will. <laughs> um, and. Miranda's like you're living in a fantasy but Carrie doesn't want to hear it and sure enough she is living in a little bit of a fantasy I mean yeah like 
but his thing it's not a fantasy in the sense of like she's just like hoping that like that's what this dude is gonna give her she's living in like in real life like the dude is like i'm going to take care of you yeah and he's still you know i got you i get the apprehension a little like we're like worry basically about follow-through yes he's saying all these things but like he could always just be like oh no i actually am not gonna do any of that but he's kind of followed through on everything yeah else. i'm saying he's like just said himself yeah said the past yeah and you know been honest about like hey i had the vasectomy and i'm not changing it you know he's yeah. been you know in many ways the opposite of big like yeah talked a lot and never followed through on stuff with her alexander does you know say these things and then he does tend to do them or at least communicates about you know the situation um uh, but the fantasy is also very truly fantastical because in this middle of this blizzard somehow alexander secured a horse-drawn sleigh for them to I mean, ride through the middle of central park and super come russians on. on theme um i don't know how he managed it it's like i mean i mean how lucky is this girl though for real i mean i'm sorry she's just, like, i fucking stumble into all these too. great yeah. yeah she's just like I mean, how lucky is Karen? She just like stumbled into all these great big, well, except for big, we'll take yeah. him out. But like most of like her real big serious relationships in the show, like they've been like pretty good dudes. Yeah. Burger and big aside. Burger and big accepted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gosh, I know. Where am I? Why can't, why am she I not? Even, she don't deserve this. They call it lucky girl syndrome where somehow just good shit it keep, it happens to you all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> I definitely don't yeah, have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> i feel you certainly man. not the past few years yeah, but hey yeah. we're doing better we're doing better i need some of that lucky girl syndrome i know can we feed off of that dna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. um but yeah so that's the end of the episode like i said the splat uh the it's oh, i love this episode it's so fucking man. dark and so funny. well see yeah i didn't i didn't see it go, i thought like something was like gonna blow up like you know like relationship was gonna blow up or something was gonna go bad not a literal splatting of a human being that's yep. just, it's fucked up. fucked up yeah but uh that's what happens yeah so where can they find you on the internet chris uh they can find me at any all the social medias at uh christopher t mac on everything you can find me at elizabeth movies and you can find our show most easily at show me what podcasts on instagram i'll take you to twitter facebook and all that good stuff and youtube obviously where you should already be liking and subscribing us shout out to our commentary and i'm sorry i didn't have your information in front of me i only thought of your wonderful comment today uh before we could prepare yes um but yes you follow us and as always our little australia candles uh <laughs> speaking of speaking of blizzards and hey. california weather at the least it's sno- sure. it, as of this recording it snowed in burbank today not like a you know foot of snow or anything like that but right. flakes fell from the sky i think they might have at my apartment but i did okay. not see them because i was working which is kind of a bummer <laughs> <laughs> but I also i'm That's a little crazy. further from the mountains and stuff than burbank and glendale so uh you know uh, i did see the other day when i was going through the gym uh i did see uh a little bit of like snow on some of the mountains on like certain sides of uh, yeah of oh burbank. yeah so there's, there's it's 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 you know it's around yeah doing some things my friends things. friends of mine in santa clarita have had snow That's like wild. like again not like a heavy midwestern snow but sure. like a legit dusting of snow 
Yeah, yeah, I feel. That. Um, but to to beat that cold weather, you should buy yourself some Arlo Australia candles. Yeah, yeah. And you can um, what do you call it? Save ten percent off with promo code Show Me Miss all caps. Yeah, Always wonderful scents. They're so good, yeah, and. Yeah. We only have two episodes left, and we are, I, I don't know if I said this in the top of the episode, but some people double them together. Nope, we're going to do there. It's a two-parter. We're treating it as two a parts. two-parter. We're doing two parts. So we're, we're cliffhanging. Hell yeah. After, you know, part in and part deux, because it's Fran- French. French. It's French. Ooh. French. Ooh, I love it. Ooh, French. <laughs> French. <laughs> Ooh, la, la. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. America. Awful. Awful. That was awful. <laughs> anyway. I'll never forget. I, I did like a cartoon French accent. And someone's like, you're pretty good at like a French accent. I was like, no, I'm good at an offensive French accent, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think most of Americans I think I sound like, like fucking Pepe Le Pew. I don't know right, sound like. like... We're, we're... We're good at pretending that we got some shit, but we really yeah. don't. Uh, yeah. But anyway, anyway. tune in good. for the big final two episodes and find out what we're doing after Sex and the City. Beep, beep, beep.